Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're hecka excited about mecha. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. It's good to be back, buddy. We haven't recorded oh, in a yeah. while. It's been, it's been a minute. It's been, it's, been, it's been a few months. Yeah, it has. Uh, when it was uh, the last one when we had Adam on to talk about um, Shinkenger, yeah? That's right, yeah. That was a really fun one. That um, was a really, really fun episode. Seen... Yeah, I hadn't seen Shinkinger in a long time, so it was nice to revisit it, and then you enjoy it for the first time. Yeah, it was, <laughs> like, special. Ch- it was special. Did you end up watching more of it? No, I've been bouncing all over the place with my Toku watching, but I have been watching Toku, so that's good. We mm. we finished up Gokiger in the Discord mm. watch. Uh, really, really enjoyed Gokiger. It's definitely up there. It's almost, I don't know, it's weird to talk about Gokiger. I mean, it's it's great. It's, it's amazing. It's tour de force, but it because of its reliance on other seasons. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, part part of my enjoyment of the Car Ranger episode is I love Car Ranger. So, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense, it's it doesn't mean it doesn't have its own unique character and sense of self, but it is hard for me to think of it as separate from the other seasons and not just like a thing that binds them all together. That makes sense? Yeah. No, I totally get it. I, I it, it is that sort of anniversary or sort of like, reflection kind of a season so that it, it depends a lot on that so there's sort of a lot in there you should like but it's still from from what i remember i, re- I really liked it uh the only sort of negative thing in my head right now is i really didn't like how gokai blue's hair was kind of flat like he it just, I think it, had, <laughs> it needed a little bit more volume because it was just like <laughs> kind of it felt kind of glued on to me besides that i mean like the characters were good from what i remember and i enjoyed what i had seen of it so. yeah yeah it was really good I, I really enjoyed it and it was a real delight to watch it with other people i mean i'm a big fan of watching things i mean obviously dude on two the, on the yeah. two podcasts i do are about watching stuff with other people i really yep. enjoy uh the communal activity of watching something especially a crowd pleaser like you know you know wuxia films or tokusatsu and stuff and so like watching go kiger and just the kind of group celebration that it was every week um that's been a lot of fun um, yeah yeah, that's great. I need to catch one of those. I'm, I'm usually it's like it's a lot going on. There's always something going on. Oh, you're so you're so cool. You're too cool for us. No, <laughs> um, but no, it is good to be back, and uh, we'll be talking about Ultraman Mabius tonight. So that's fun. Yes. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, but in terms of my Toku, uh, I've been watching Go Kiger with the crew, and we started Tokyuger. So that's my second watch through that, and of course, Tokyuger is just a blessing. It's, it's so so good. so good. I've only seen um, six episodes, and I know it's just good. Like, oh, it's just it. I I cry so much for those train kids. I'm trying to think of what else I've. Oh, and I've started, and I haven't gotten very far because keeping up with my A and N reviews has taken mm. up, you know, taken up a lot of my time. Sure. But I've been watching OG Common Writer. I'm about. Oh. Yeah, I'm about six or seven episodes in. Uh huh. It's really really great. You know, it's dude. Got that's that, wow. Yeah. It, it, that show of vibe is 
something else, man. It's just <laughs> yeah. I need to I need to watch some of it. I've only seen like clips and chunks, and I've read I've read I think a few volumes of the original manga. Yeah, so have I, ironically. <laughs> yeah, like comicsology or something. Like, And so uh, it's interesting to see how they change or adapt that like for the live action. I mean, it's definitely, I definitely, I don't know if it was this way for you, but for me it was like, you know, obviously I want to watch Tokusatsu, I love it. But I mean, yeah. y- you think about 90 plus or 100 episodes of a, one of the first entries in the franchise that's definitely, that I know by reputation at least, is something mm-hmm. that takes a little while to find its feet. That is a little intimidating, so the manga seems like an easier way to kind of engage with the material, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really, really good, and it's got that classic toku feel where it's like, look, it doesn't matter what the scene calls for or the script calls for. We are going to make the attempt to do this on a TV budget. We are just going to go for it. And sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's inspired. But they always go for it, and they always lean all the way in, and it just, that's what you're there for, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I gotta ask, in the episodes that you've seen, how many times have they done that uh, reversed footage uh, clip where, you know, something explodes or something, they, they go flying, but really they reverse train footage <laughs> or jumping off of a building? It's definitely happened. It's definitely Great. something that has occurred, like, oh, I'm gonna jump off this building, and you're like, hmm you know <laughs> or le- yeah. oh, no i'm, I'm going to leap up to the top of something and yeah, yeah all that kind of stuff but it's mm-hmm. it, 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 i i to i mean me, that's you part work of the with what you have yes 100%. yeah i i i'm not knocking it at all i love those shots so much because yeah. the water does not work like that but it's great like, <laughs> that's really the charm i think is to just and uh, i mean that's always the takeaway from tokusatsu is to me like lean all the way in and and go for mm-hmm. it but you just think about yeah. how limited the the tools are but they're just like no we're going to you know, you just, you try it. You you, mm. you just go all in and you're going to do it. And I, again, when it works really well, it is, again, it's, it's inspired. Because you're just like, wow, mm-hmm. I never, I would never have attempted this using what they're using. And yet the effect is so, sometimes even visceral. Because you're just oh, like, yeah. whoa, like that's really effective. Or sometimes the alternative, like, oh, you know, we have to do this kind of shot and the character needs to you know melt or something and they you know you, they come up with some solution for it to make it happen on film you know and that the, with the limited tools at their disposal and the limited film techniques of the 70s and it ends up being just like exponentially more horrifying than if you had done it in cg with modern tech you're just like oh sure. no <laughs> yeah well they they, they made a sculpt of the man's face and they melted it and that's not necessarily how skin works, I think. And bones are usually involved, but uh, yeah, that's that that man sure melted, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of stuff that happens. It's really great, actually. I, I, you know, great. and it has so far a lot of like heavy horror vibes too. You know, it, oh, it's sure. definitely definitely heavy on that early. I don't want to say grindhouse, but it's definitely got like a, mm. a a heavy heavy horror vibe, and it's really really evocative in that sense. So I'm digging it. I'm digging it. How about yourself? Movie, what you been watching? Movie magic. Um, not honestly, not a whole lot in terms of Toku. I fell way hard off of uh, Ultraman Z, and of course, if you fall behind the YouTube things, then <laughs> you're, you're SOL. Yeah, me too. The, that that's a shame because I, it seems like it's a really good time. The only sort of live action special effects. Not is that really? It's barely special effects, but that um, the J drama version of House Husband or Way of the House Husband. Mm. Uh, that's really fun um it's an interesting take i I just you know manga adaptations and live 
when when it's not necessarily supernatural it's fun to see how they do it but there's definitely elements that aren't in the manga so it's like okay is this something later in the manga or do they just totally change it i don't know but it, that that one's really fun okay okay so now is it <laughs> what is it like half hour hour long like what's the format like uh like 40 minutes 45 so it's like a double okay okay double length episode of something yeah okay now how is it is it shot like is it like you know shaky cam mockumentary style like the office is it like a single fam- like single camera sitcom like what's the vibe here i'm kind of i'm curious I mean, it's, it's <laughs> i would say like j drama like shot okay. like j drama um, okay so not mockumentary but more like i don't know how you describe that i guess more like prestige tv style kind of, yeah i guess like it doesn't feel like toku mm, does it feel like a toku camera I would have to see it side by side, but right. I guess like the the non action parts of a sure. Toku. Okay, yeah. So pretty much pretty well, standard I mean, dramatic television in that sense. Yeah, like gangster okay. drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's really cool. Though. So is, like, they're gonna do something fun and silly and cute instead. Like, does it? <laughs> how does it handle? Because I'm I've I'm only I'm only aware of it secondhand. I haven't read it or watched it anything. Oh, yet, but okay. is it like? Is it? Are the comedy elephant elephants? Blech, blech, <laughs> That's staying in. You're not cutting that. Oh, <laughs> so how how do they handle the comedic elephants in Way of the House Husband? <laughs> no, how do they like the comedy elements? Are they very much like in the moment? Do they do like funny cutaways? Are there like visual effects? Like how do they handle? They definitely hang on a moment. Okay, um, and I there's off. Was it the did the Tsukomi style where there's like a straight man that goes like what the heck like why is it like this okay because <laughs> there's like an under I mean there's the main guy um and then there's like an underling that found him that kind of gets dragged into it uh-huh like how come you're doing this kind of thing now like oh he's gonna he's, this is the battle this is it and then it's a, a battle for uh who can make the most instagrammable dessert the parfait <laughs> or the crepe guy <laughs> and it's it's wonderful yeah, I, it's it's a real treat, honestly. Okay, that's really that's really interesting. And is it just one season right now, or what? What are they? I, I, th- I think so. Yeah, like okay. I don't know. If I, I we only saw like maybe the first three or four episodes, but the ones that we saw were fun, like really fun. What, what arc are they on? <laughs> what villain are they fighting? <laughs> yeah, uh, I need to see the dog showdown episode, like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do that. I hope that translates well to live action because that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the memes. Memes only. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got okay. the you, got you know the what? white stuff. You got the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> High quality flower. <laughs> I I'm calling that Toku. You've been watching Toku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So let's let you want to go over the episodes that we watched off air absolutely absolutely so uh last when we last left off we had finished uh episode 14 uh we so together we watched 15 or i should say separately we watched 15 16 and 17 and then we're gonna watch we'll do our usual thing where we watch 18 try to do our predictions and talk about it after the fact Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Ult- Fifteen. Uh, first off, just going in, I really enjoyed these episodes quite a yes. bit. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I've enjoyed all of them, but maybe a s- that we're not losing any steam. Just getting better and better. Oh yeah. Now, fifteen was the one I think that focused on the air mechanic. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. They okay. introduced the guy who's uh, been taking care of Gun Phoenix and also, um, I guess, a lot of the different ships. I'm not sure if they were like references to older Ultraman ships. Now that I can say, yeah. I mean, I know for a fact the Jet Beetle or whatever the very first one he shows is the one from the original, like '66. Okay. So like they were implying that you know he's been working with the all the crews since the beginning. You know, which is a really I I, I definitely freaked out. I was like like that's great (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah that was very 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 heavy on his relationship with ryu and the you know fixing it up and 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 all the the elements about yeah we did all this work and it took longer but it was to make sure that everybody came back okay and then like as as we got as you know command got more lax over the years and there were less monster attacks you know that's when people's lives started to be really in danger like that's when i really started to fear for people because we weren't doing the 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 work the right way yeah and then also we were introducing this new dangerous technology the meteor which um was like a uh like it'll help people out but there's this like there's a reason there's a time limit on it there's a reason this has to get authorized before you can use it because um at the point at a certain point in the episode the ship was just falling apart or gun phoenix is falling apart so they couldn't even risk using it by the end Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of fun dog fighting uh there was this cool moment where they kind of shuffle all of the ships like (laughs) i i didn't i was like i didn't know they could do that um so (laughs) change places yeah (laughs) yeah so it's a really risky moment where a bunch of the ships uh, are kind of uh free flying and specifically reuse like mm, i don't know what you call it capsule is super vulnerable mm-hmm. but of course you know that's when maybe a steps in and catches it for him i guess also putting the value over your life versus the ship which i think sarizawa understood because mm-hmm. that's what he blew up gun crusader yep um although i don't know if there was i want to say there was also just like trouble of him getting out or the autopilot was kind of screwed so it was like uh, the, i mean obviously there's more it's more complex than that right but, right yeah yeah but uh and also uh they introduced the new toy uh the gun booster <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is which is a good toy yeah. it's a great mm-hmm. looking toy yeah. and i i always like this about the ultraman franchise and ultraman series in general at least compared to my experience with sentai and with common rider where mm. i mean obviously sentai puts a pretty heavy emphasis on the the the, the giant combining mecha but mm-hmm. it's kind of hit or miss if you're going to get much action with the little individual mm-hmm. bots and things very mm-hmm. much. Whereas, and and so, you know, Sentai, the whole team is the support. And Kamen Rider, you know, you have the bikes. And occasionally you get the bigger vehicles, but it's pretty rare. And it definitely feels like it's not what that series is trying to do. I would say in general, Matt, not typically a fan of when Kamen Rider gets the the bigger machine or the bigger vehicle because it's... I prefer one. The appeal of it for me is it's ground level. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so as soon as you have like a big, big CGI thing that's bigger than a bike or moves around like a robot, it's kind of mm, like, yeah. And it never, it never quite feels like it's supposed to be doing that. Like I, yeah. I can't, it's hard to explain this, but like uh, if you were a kid growing up with a Sega Genesis, they kept doing things. They kept coming out with add-ons that you could stick in it under the oh, cartridge, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, to boost this or boost that. And eventually you just had this huge stack of stuff that would be coming out of the Sega Genesis. And it just looked like a sin against God. You're just like, this is a machine. <laughs> well, wait, did you, did you know they did a, they did a model? No, um, they did the Genesis Mini like last year, the year before. Uh-huh. 
and that you could buy that extra crap like it oh didn't functionally God. do anything but, but you could you buy could make it. it like you have yeah i mean like, it just you know was a little add-on that you could attach or insert into the cartridge slot yeah like like even the little things like okay game genie was a little more acceptable to some degree because game genie existed across platforms mm-hmm. and it was just one thing but you start stacking all that stuff up and you're like this yeah. is wrong it shouldn't yeah. be like this there's something no it, it, I, technically this works but there's something wrong with it and i feel yeah. like that way with with the common rider vehicles like you're saying it's mm. just too much but with the ultraman stuff i combined arms isn't quite the word i'm looking for but the science patrol or the support team you know guys here always yeah. feel like they have a lot to do and that they contribute i mean they never quite steal the show mm-hmm. but they they feel really really important to the outcome of these fights yeah, or yeah. these investigations or what have you so I, it's always nice to see episodes like this even though it's very clearly about selling me the toy and i'm i definitely yeah. want the toy like don't don't get me wrong but yeah. <laughs> it, it's nice to see them get that focus and that time you know mm-hmm. talking to the mechanics you know it, it, it's just not something you'd see a lot in the other franchises or if you do I, I i don't feel like it does it quite as well as ultra does so right we also get that like small moment where hikari is confronted or like like zilfi shows up to tell him hey you gotta go home now right right no i'm not done yet and then he's like all right dude like we'll see you later you gotta come (laughs) back at some point like really the tone of that was really weird because i was like oh i guess that means he's gonna leave at some point um which i guess a lot the next two episodes sort of build towards sure yeah um which i mean the the opening to episode 16 is great because i'm sorry oh my god we're done with oh yeah yeah we can move on to 16 which is great great yeah, um, so the opening to 16 is great because we have Sakurai and Maru uh, <laughs> having a kendo match or kendo training while um, this super cool like samurai-looking dude is fighting um, these claw dudes. I can't remember the name of them. Um, I, yeah, and, I know who you mean, but I can't, I can't remember either. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, this this crazy battle's happening in space to mirror the, the, the kendo fight, uh, kendo match. And then uh, suddenly this comment that like, and then the, the tone is really weird because like when you see they're all like the guys team, they're all kind of lazing about like George and Ryu are playing like chess or Shogi and then uh, Tepe and Mirai are watching the screen. And then Konomi comes like, I, I, I think like, yeah, Konomi comes out and like, I'm, is she going to leave? Like, what's the tone here? I don't really get it. Yeah, she doesn't have her right. glasses on, um, and suddenly they have to deal with this comment that's gonna like crash. Yeah, they have to deal with this comment that's gonna crash and destroy Earth, even mm-hmm. if it's it like lands seven in the ocean. seven kilometers long or something. I mean, yeah. huge. Yeah, and so this is kind of like a an Armageddon scenario on Earth where they have to prevent these comment this comment, and also mm-hmm. like later on, like the chunks of it, right? Um, while this alien that was fighting comes to earth and demands to like fight uh surugi now hikari so it's really like a good teamwork episode like none of them aren't but this one felt like everyone mobilized to like oh for sure destroy the comets mm-hmm. yeah and then we, we get this zamashar or zamshir guy who's just like so cool <laughs> like too yeah. cool yeah i mean having i looked up having... i looked up toys afterwards cool <laughs> two giant warriors surfing in yeah. on like meteors dueling each other and then yeah oh yeah 
Yeah. Like, I mean, that whole opening is just, like, so amped up. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, too much, but, like, in the best way. Cause, yeah, like, in the best possible way. I forgot, like, Zamsher shows up and there's another guy that was hiding and going to strike the uh, space fisherman Valky, who looks like a, a twisted Ultraman on his own. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that was, and then, you know, of course, Zamsher wins because that he's here for this, like. Um, and then the, they they do this like oh maybe it shows up first but he doesn't look like he's gonna win. Suruge shows up and he just kicks ass like, but it turns out Mebius was the one that actually pulled it off. So it was kind of, I guess, showing that Mebius is capable, but for whatever reason they wanted to like build up towards it. Yeah, maybe because his right. focus was on protection or protecting, and right. also con- con- convincing Zamsher that um, he's stronger because Mebius is stronger because he's protecting something versus you, who's only fighting to be strong. So is that like right, right? Yeah, that that message, which I think was really important, especially. I mean, at the time I didn't really think about it, but now that we're talking about it, I mean, leading into yeah. what's going to happen in seventeen, like it's important not not just to fight because you can, but like to have a purpose and you know, and to sort of fill that out. And it, I think the I don't know, like, I, I definitely, I really enjoyed the fact that it was, like, multiple layers of teamwork, mm-hmm. right? You've got the, 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 the team Ultraman working with guys, but also within the guys' context, they're all scrambling around, plugging in computers, and they set up that, what can only be described as a light gun game. Yeah, to, oh, that's right, yeah. It's it makes me wonder, like, was there, like, a Virtua Cop, you know, Warrior of Light edition that came out around this time that they were pushing? Because it... It felt kind of in that oove a little bit, but you know they're, they're like within the context of them having to coordinate with Ultraman. There's them also having to do this team battle thing, and George, I, I'm George, like lining up the perfect shot because he's a soccer player. Like I, I just, I love it. I, I, yeah. I eat that up. Like you know, he's oh, like yeah. envisioning. He's he, he's like hearing the roar of the crowd. As he goes to pull the trigger, I just I was eating that up. That was terrific. Oh, yeah. I mean, sweating in an arcade like that yeah. defined the kind of ideal outing experience with friends in like middle school. So, oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, and you're saving the world. Great, even better. Yeah. Um, I guess another note that I wrote down for some reason is the coffee that he made. That the uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. The the adjutant. Yeah, he, yeah. He makes like eight uh, cups of coffee or something on a tray yeah, or whatever. Looked, it looked really good, and everybody's like super exhausted by the end of this because they stayed up all night putting mm-hmm. together the uh, silver. Sh- oh, we can't ignore it. the name of the defense system is Silver Shark G. <laughs> That's <laughs> the coolest. Perfect. That's the coolest Earth defense system. Yeah, I just see. This yeah. is why you need smaller organizations so mm-hmm. that you so that you can get away with that kind of stuff as opposed to yeah. like, oh, that's the mark 4 kx2 automated defense platform like that'd be boring yeah some of the silver shark g yeah (laughs) come on it's perfect yeah that was really really fun and of course it features kaiju well you know kaiju fights at night which always Mm. are Mm -hmm. evocative and engaging it's just dramatic yeah and then at the end all the stuff with the broken blade and him walking off into the sunset i don't know like it's just like I guess the implication here, I mean, obviously there's there's kaiju in the Ultra Universe, like, duh, but the idea of there being other just sort of rando warriors, I guess, Yeah. this this felt kind of new and different and kind of had this vibe of, like, okay, so there's other just, like, 
giant beings that exist out there and have you know besides the ultras and besides like you know ultra enemies like this is just like some random guy yeah that's just kind of an evocative idea i guess like where do you come from where are you going cotton eye joe and all that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um and then episode 17 really was like a focus on hikari's departure like Mm -hmm. passing it down one passing down the role of earth's protector back to mebius like you can you can handle this you got this dude he even hands him his weapon at the end right um, also that i think ryu gets like accepts that serizawa's gone like it sounds like serizawa's gone gone by the end yeah like yeah not like oh i'm leaving but here's your earth man like he's yeah. gone <laughs> so there's a lot of this like like the monster itself it didn't feel like it's just like okay it's salamandra it can come back we need to use teamwork to defeat it. So I would say that the monster itself wasn't like something particularly new, but the, I guess, accepting and letting go of mm-hmm. Serizawa and also Hikari was the focus of it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, okay, yeah, it's a big monster with the weak point that, you know, you have to make sure you hit because otherwise it'll regenerate all over again. Like, all right. Right. Like, yeah, it definitely, it, it, it kind of, I mean, maybe it's because we watched them so close together, but it definitely, at moments, had me thinking of 15 a little bit, because it even kind of had a similar vibe of, like, we have to fly the fighter right yeah. at it yeah. and do the whole thing. You know, there's a bit of that kind of element, but I think the rest of the episode was so strong. I mean, you get a, you get two Ultras fighting together. That's yeah. always fun. I, w- um, I will say something that I d- felt important for me to write down. I don't, I don't know th- that it had happened before. I'm, I'm sure it has, but I'm just, it felt in this moment important. We see Hikari's color timer, like, go off. Right, right. And that that's felt true. like, I, f- I felt like that moment of it, like, oh, like, he's alive. Like, he's here. He's present. It's not just mm-hmm. the cold-blooded justice that he used to be. Yeah, but, for but sure. also I guess that was an indicative that his time was limited here because mm-hmm. this was his last. It seems like this is his last episode. There's a lot more to the season, but you know. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he'll come back dramatically and shock us. You know. Yeah. Like Jordan in 45, right? He'll he'll come uh-huh. back. Oh yeah. Uh huh. But but no, and I think this particularly really solidified at least my perspective. I mean, especially that ending moment with Ryu like running and reciting the ultra vows and everybody shouting it like yeah. that's a oh, really yeah. powerful moment and yeah that was lo- i don't know that was great yeah i kind of feel like i don't know i, I mean mirai's great and all but he is a little bit of a blank slate i think ryu at least at this point feels like the i don't wanna say, he i don't want to say he feels like the lead but he's definitely one of the most complex members on the cast so far mm-hmm. and yeah. it feels like he's he's constantly learning Whereas Mirai is a little more, I don't know. It reuse a really engaging character right now. At the, and if, if I would, I don't want to say it feels like his show, but I think you could make that case and not be wrong because mm-hmm. he he feels like he keeps learning lessons and he keeps, you know, having mentors, losing mentors, and r- really grappling with that. And Mirai's kind of, I mean, he's you know, Mirai's just kind of over there being like, hey, I am a good guy. I want to help. Like. Which is great yeah. too. Yeah, there's not. We're not seeing a whole lot of faults or like conflicts within um, Mirai and Mebius. Like, I'm not strong enough, or I need to work with people. He's right. Not, like, he's not that bold. Yeah. Um, and he's not doesn't need to be dialed back or anything, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what we'll start to see more of as these episodes develop. 
Right, especially now that it's just all on him. Maybe that pressure will start to change things a little bit. But it's just interesting how much, how good and strong this episode was emotionally. But it's uh, coming. I I just kind of figured, okay, we've had some Ryu-focused episodes. It's going to be the rest of the cast, but they kind of keep coming back to him, and it's it's just interesting, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess a con like a proper conflict between him and I guess it was something that we were seeing too is that like it's often Mebius's or Mirai's job to wrangle Ryu mm-hmm. if he starts going out like he <laughs> scored too hard, or even like um, George in a previous episode where he was like, "I'm done." Um, but if you can mm-hmm. block one goal or if I can block one goal, you'll join the team. Like, I, so he's sort of a glue, but we, I want to see that glue challenged maybe like, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, any other thoughts before we dive in here? No, I, I mean, I, normally we would try to do a prediction kind of thing, but like, I have no idea what we're getting no. into. Yeah. We're, we're, I, I, I really sure. don't. And we've seen so much of it. I mean, I, I guess thinking back to when we were watching watching Lupin Ranger versus uh, Pat Ranger, mm-hmm. you know, one of the frequent refrains that I had in the show that we both had was, you know, what are the villains after? Like, that was oh, a question yeah. I kept having. What are they after? And it was ultimately never answered. But Mabius is working on a lot of different wavelengths, and I don't really have that yeah. kind of, like, glaring question at the moment. I'm just like, this is really good. Where yeah. are we going with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, And then um, our sort of through line from the beginning is that uh, there was a monster summoning other monsters to eat them, mm-hmm. and they've since defeated Bogal. So there's like, right. why are they still here? I guess that's the question. Why are they still coming? Right. Um, some is something drawing them here. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe we'll get a little bit more of that. Um, yeah. Maybe there's a beacon or something that's pulling them in, and they have to find it. I don't know. Like, right. That would I be interesting. We'll see. Let's hope. Yep. All right. We're ready to watch episode eighteen. Let's do it. All right. この番組はTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyoTokyo
quickly takes care of it. Um, which crew guys interprets as like them not being considered or them not being like kind of overlooked. Like they take it yeah, really maybe it's personally. just kind of kind of almost disrespecting them by just doing it and not even like consulting or telling them he's there or whatever. Yeah, or giving them a shot at it. I guess like let me. I got this. Like I don't know. To me, it seems like that would be more patronizing to like. Okay, go ahead. Like, but you know. <laughs> Um, you know, for whatever reason, they were feeling that way about it. And so that sort of that sort of bothered Mirai. And so he was thinking about, like, oh, how do I, like, balance this? And why do I feel the pressure of not the pressure? I think he didn't even realize that he was feeling the pressure of being Earth's sole protector. Right, right. Yeah. And but also having to balance that new angle, I guess, of just like, wait, it's not just enough to save you. Now I have to, like, save you a certain kind of way that doesn't make sense to me as an alien and he's just like clearly puzzled <laughs> yeah like he thinks that he's helping but he's also like not giving them a chance to take care of it which um you know he kind of gets the idea of after going on like going to help konomi with uh, meeting kids and like helping out at a, i think it's like a daycare or a school <laughs> meanwhile this horrible terrible monster shows up on earth um the one and it, it somehow was able to they they discover that it's eating like nitrogen and helium through this like chest cavity that it opens up and so they figure okay that's probably its weak point we could seal it up so their mission then is to like attack it get it to reveal it and then seal it up which um at some point they're able to do or at least attempt in the middle of the fight because when it shows up you know they do their thing they try to attack it and in the middle of the battle marina flies too close and the bemstar grabs her and is starting to eat her that's when maybe it shows up and then they do their thing they try out the um the ceiling attack which they play it like a comedy bit it doesn't work and then Mavius <laughs> remembers remembers that hikari gave him a blade and we get this cool new gold crested form that i, I assume is going to be his default now and so they defeated as a team and then by the end of it uh, yeah it was a team effort because marina in the middle of the fight mebius gets his arm stuck in the cavity and marina takes out the claws so he's, he gets a little bit more room to attack and then use his new blade right. and then of course think by the end of it they're sort of like yeah mebius was he's our buddy he gets it he's part of the team and uh mirai kind of like so yeah, I get it. I, I think I get it. I understand now what this means. That's uh, sort of where it closes. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, but focusing on Bemstar, that was gross. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I think I think we're both in agreement that Bemstar is content warning as realized here. I yeah. mean, for those who have not seen him, he's sort of a a pentagonal shaped space chicken yeah we're like ha chicken Please. star that's fun and then yeah. the chest cavity opens up and it's gross like yeah he, it's... he tries to eat marina and that's upsetting like they do this like he starts like shoving her in it's not quick like they take their time with this shit. uh it's not just oh, done it's like slowly inserting her into the cavity and the gloop is kind of like 
spewing yeah. over the ship and she's like well i'm dead like this is it yeah when she um, when she's looking into bemstar's hideous maw that is slowly consuming her and she sheds a single tear i was like yeah i feel you there because i definitely would also cry yeah if this horrifying space chicken monster was about to devour me with its like chest pentagon mouth orifice yep. Yep. thing yeah is bad um and we were sort of joking in the moment that like yeah you guys didn't let um you guys were kind of mad at mebius but now because of how you were like reacting to him uh you're gonna have nightmares for years you're gonna wake up in that ship slowly being inserted into that chest cavity like yeah 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 it's real bad yeah uh, yeah definitely don't want to go that way that's the no. way i do not want to go yeah if there's one thing you could pick to not have happen to you it's probably that um, <laughs> and then like they keep playing with this <laughs> they keep playing with this orifice it, when maybe <laughs> it's hard yeah jumps in yeah when maybe jumps in to fight he like tries to punch and then the thing catches it catches his fist in the mouth in, in in the mouth and it's like come on like why'd you do that you didn't need to do that <laughs> And, you know, we were making all our chicken jokes earlier about, like, oh, you got to watch out for the tendies, like, the fingies are going to get you. <laughs> and actually, destroying those is what ended up helping, um, because Marina went and blasted those off. Um, yeah, so you that have, you have to remove the tendies. You have you to. Have to. This, is yeah. no, this is known chicken lore. No. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as, you know, that worked out, uh, they, he, they managed to, he managed to get free, and they tried out this basically glue bomb that they were going to use to seal it open <laughs> and it didn't work one it it worked for like a second and then bemstar <laughs> immediately destroyed it i think it's sort of like the little tap tap before he broke it was probably one of the best bits of suit acting yeah <laughs> like yeah what are you, is this is this your is this your attack this, later? yeah glue? this is what you glue. got <laughs> okay like um so that that sure was something <laughs> um, yeah Bemstar is the most hideous, disgusting, and horrifying monster we've faced thus far. You know, I, Ultraman often, you know, plays around in the space of like, you know, maybe we just don't understand the monsters, and you know, maybe we're just as alien to them as they are to us. But truly, Bemstar deserves extinction. Uh, yeah. I, I hope there's only one of him, but if there are more, no, I, no more of them. I will never, <laughs> yeah. I will never know yeah. peace as long as there's Bemstar out there. Yeah. It, the world is better. The world would be better without Bemstar. Yeah, <laughs> no Bemstar, none. What, is, what did you say? The the, the peace. Uh, there will not be peace in the universe while Bemstar exists. Like yes, there there cannot be. I guess they nailed. They did the cosmic horror thing. <laughs> yeah. Mostly just by being gross. Like, it was a really gross-looking yeah. primary attack method. Like, I have an icky, goopy mouth thing, and I eat you with it. Like, that's that's bad. It was very effective in that sense. I hated him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beyond that, uh, I don't really like how quickly Ryu, like, turned. Like, I get that they, were like, wanted to try, and they they it'd be better. I guess I understand the anxiety behind being ignored because he i guess ultraman could turn at any moment if you know right. ultraman wasn't helping you out the past 16 17 <laughs> episodes but sure okay <laughs> um so that's just sort of him and then like of course by the end of it it's like nah he's been our friend the whole time and saying like, all right dude like yeah kinda... it was a little quick I, I i think i can 
sort of justify it in the hikari left last episode so he's feeling he's in a place of feeling betrayed yeah by ultras so being petty in this episode and being like well actually when he defeated the alien like that and there was no trouble it's because he doesn't respect us like yeah i can see that kind of leap there mm-hmm. uh, although again as you pointed out um if you don't want him to save you right away you get bemstar doing what he did to all of those poor people <laughs> in the end like yeah, maybe yeah. you should have jumped in immediately right um oh the new uh maybe his form yes uh, it's 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 both a little bit gaudier because gold yes but it's uh it's mostly just trim just a couple of extra lines of gold mm-hmm. and his new do you even call it a saber it's not really a whip it's big it's, though it's, yeah because it, like it was a saber but when he cut it was like all the way across the city right some sort of ultra pool noodle of sorts <laughs> like it, it... <laughs> that he uses yes to slice and dice bemstar yeah i'm Um, sure like if this was a uh uh, hanna-barbera cartoon we'd get that like like sound like (laughs) that you know i'm talking about i know i can hear it in my mind's eye yes yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah now i'm just gonna hear ultraman maybe it's going captain (laughs) (laughs) i mean they had a couple of those shots that that empire strikes back uh shot of uh, Bemstar flying through space and the camera was like below him at that nice angle uh, i guess in some ways you know you mentioned that i mean the star destroyer being kind of classically yeah a kite shape with a weird square in the middle yeah Bemstar is a weird pentagon with a strange hole in the middle <laughs> yeah i mean maybe that you know it's more than maybe just the positioning he does if when he's in his laid down flying form i guess he does have some strange feels imperial similarities yeah Yeah. it's definitely yeah it it matches that kind of star destroyer vibe that's interesting i hadn't thought about that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not a whole lot from the rest of the crew oh no there was some good tepe there was oh yeah tepe Tepe, like really trying and also feeling a little frustrated that his plan didn't work out i liked i kind of liked that like anguish like that felt very human Mm -hmm. tepe in general i think i like i like what he's contributing and then i like his little emotional beats like when ryu and george and marina are kind of storing off like mibius doesn't respect us like there's a little moment where he looks back at uh, mirai like you're right dude like i gotta i gotta hang out with the big boys but right yeah that in that sort of indecision for a moment like yeah like yeah, yeah concern yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's really nice i do like i do like him a lot yeah tepe is definitely a sleeper hit mm-hmm. um this is just a really good team dynamic yeah it's really great i love it mm-hmm. um oh the moment with the adjutant and his little second eating noodles oh. <laughs> and mirai comes in and is pouty and like he sees his moment he's like no you, you need to go over there and like you know do like a big speech it'll make you really popular but then like the you know acting captain comes in and gives the like generic leadership speech and he's talking about trust and then like it's really great because like it, it's very on the nose like this is what the you know the good father type character comes in talks yeah. about trust and earning it and yeah this very stern and they're in the background like man i'm just gonna give that speech like, you should still go like i think i missed my moment yeah like, <laughs> that, that that was a delight right there and then we got like you know we had an opportunity for hey hey there slugger how you doing yeah. Um, in both the insincere and also sincere way so that was that was nice i did appreciate mm-hmm. that a lot mm-hmm. it was um, a, re- a really good episode all around i yeah. think mm-hmm. um other than the fact that 
Bemstar unnerves me on like a primal level. Yeah. No, that was other than that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't get affected by much. Like I don't have nightmares um from fiction often, but I might because of this. <laughs> because of Bemstar. Um Oh Bemstar. I honestly and also I I honestly don't know where this is going. Like I don't know what's next, you know? Yeah, I really don't either. I don't um I don't really have a good handle on I mean, I guess we sort of you mentioned it beforehand, maybe we're going to see more pressure on him now that he's solo. So, we literally got an episode called, you know, Pressure on Ultraman, like Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, uh, uh, that's uh it, it was a good call on your part yeah. uh, to to predict it. So, mm-hmm. um so I guess I, can, I they wouldn't just do that again. I'm sure it's I don't know. I'm not sure of anything, I guess. But uh, the pre- in the preview, we saw some cool, like, crab monsters, like crustacean mm-hmm. monsters. And I'm excited. They look cool. Like, I want to see that. I'm wondering if maybe the angle, because you mentioned before, too, that with Bogol gone, mm. it feels like we don't have quite an obvious sort of master villain character at the moment. Right. Maybe the play here for a couple episodes, or maybe longer, is that, okay, we do kind of a Star thing where... Mm. Bemstar doesn't really have anyone directing him. He's pretty much a singular entity, but he's very, very potent. Yeah. And he's strong enough that the fight with him... I mean, in theory, all fights with these kaiju are tense. But this is a tense and scary fight against a really powerful enemy with... You know, they're coming up with plans that are going awry and all that kind of stuff. So, like, maybe that's the play for a little while is some enemies that truly, really test, you know, his his powers and his abilities. Mm-hmm. Um in a way that, you know, also tests the bonds of the team until they introduce the next kind of big villain or what have you. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Any other thoughts or anything before we... No, I think I think we covered uh, it there. Okay. We didn't have any questions for this episode, but that's okay. We didn't? Are you sure? No, we didn't. We did not. Uh, I, I checked again just now to see, and it's us talking about Ultra Cheeks, because I used a particular shot from episode 17. Um, <laughs> hang on a second so, I swear we saw I swear I saw something like oh here we go this was an Ultra Cheeks question I think we can answer it or maybe you have a better a grasp on this Paula asks how many squats do you think is necessary for that perfect Ultra Physique oh <laughs> that's a good question now of course I, I, I'm, I'm sort of speaking you know, I'm having to kind of speak about this kind of at a distance because ultras aren't aren't really my type. Um, but ultras have sort of a live wrestler build. I mean, mm. the, they mm-hmm. they definitely have the the wrestling style, but in like kind of the classic wrestling sense, not in the like American pro wrestler sense, right? Where they're sure. like yeah. enormous meat mm-hmm. walls, like they're 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 live and nimble and rolling. So they're th- that lean build. Um, to get those cheeks, which are not necessarily, at least from my, I mean, obviously, in, in terms of sheer scale, the ultra buttocks is, you know, the size of an apartment building, but proportionate to the ultra, they're not necessarily enormous. They seem reasonable. I'm trying to measure the power level of ultra cheeks here, so bear with me if the <laughs> language is a little imprecise. Sure. So I think I think it's a steady a good routine you know your your healthy stuff like squats Mm -hmm. right you're Mm going to focus in on your squats but you're not going to do them to the you're going to include them as part of a healthy leg day routine right you're not going to focus on them overtly i don't think Hmm. i don't think now now maybe someone else feels like there's there's a lot of extra cake there 
but I would I would consider this part of a standard routine on your leg day stuff. Okay. All right. Hmm. So it's just something you just got to keep up with. Get those ultra Yeah, kicks. I mean, you want to sure. maintain, you don't want to ignore it. It's mm-hmm. it's it is part it's you know, health is a whole body thing. Yeah. including now, the rear. Is that a is that a solution that you reach or is the, is the solution squats or are there other leg exercises that supplement this figure better? I mean, well, I don't, I, I can't say. I'm not necessarily a body sculptor. I myself use squats to maintain because squats are uh, easily available for everybody, sure. right? You just yes. Some, mm-hmm. A little bit of resistance. You don't need any extra equipment or anything like that. But if you have some some more equipment and things that you can use, you know, weight benches that have certain attachments and things like that, you can really focus in on those groups. But I think squats are great because squats are kind of like push-ups and that you pretty much have all the equipment you need right away. Hmm. All you need is yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you want a little bit of resistance to, and you want to, you want to control your form. It's all about form. It's not necessarily about reps. Right. Right. It's about form mm-hmm. and maintaining nice, nice, even up and down motions. Like you want to make sure you're in control and controlling your breathing and keeping your core tight. Um, but I, from where I'm sitting, it doesn't look like the ultras are all in on the squats. I see. Necessarily. I see. All right. Necessarily. And the other, the other thing that, um, I, I would at least like to address is that our buddy Gunheaded sent us a picture of Mechazam sure or Mecha Mechazam. I just just some thoughts on this design. Like, is that the one that you DM? Yes, me? that's the one I sent over. Okay, let me let me pull it up again. Allow me to access. So this is Mechazam sure. Now this is the alternative to the guy from Episode episode 15? 15? 16? Oh. 15. Wait, hold on. 16. 16. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So So, supposedly um, this is a movie alternate or like some kind of twisted version. If Zam is in his name, I assume it's related. Yeah, I'm I'm a really big fan of the head. Yes. I think the head is really cool. It's got kind of like an evil stapler remover vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And I, I like the sort of, I mean, glowy eyes are always a hit, but the kind of bifurcated color where the top is that kind of bone white and yes. the bottom is all blood red. I think I'm a big, I don't know why I'm a big fan of, I mean, because it's mostly like kind of human skull yeah. bone elements. Anytime those are in different colors other than the kind of like pale white, mm-hmm. I think it's usually effective. And this is a really interesting take on that where mm-hmm. it's mostly white. And then you have that like red lower jaw lines. Really, really great. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, the only sort of complaint I guess I would have is one: those toes are terrible. Not a fan. Oh yeah, they're bad. Um, bad. That I don't want to see it. I'm covering it up with my hand right now. Yeah. And two, <laughs> the name is Mechazam. I see the right. robot in the face and sort of that like bolt near the head, but the, so much of it is bone that right, um, right. Like I mean, you know, sometimes the names are just whatever they are. But sure, like is Zam. Is the Zam suffix, is that something to do with bone that I'm not aware of? Because, we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would like to see mind. a little I mean, bit the, more the mecha. Chest, on... The chest piece is a little kind of, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd yeah, call yeah. it mecha. It definitely has kind of like a space marine, yes, definitely. futuristic tech vibe. Right. But like you're saying, and there's a few, I see like a few little bolts near the elbows. Yes. But yeah, like you're saying, especially the lower half is all kind of lumpy bone. Mm-hmm elements which would be really fine see. if bone was more in the name or like i don't know i guess it's part of the theme of it but mm-hmm. largely i yeah, would I say don't... overall i still like it 
but to call this mecha zam versus as opposed to regular zam sure you know i'm yeah i don't like the toes either i kind of feel like the hit the i don't know what you call these these hip uh like spinal column yeah, elements yeah. they're like flaring out i feel like i mean it's a I'm very samurai my, thing right yeah but i think they kind of break the flow here because mm. of the way like the way all the chest elements like the the the, sh- the ones that are on his shoulders are pointing down his head is pointing down mm. his chest elements and his rib elements are all pointing up they all kind of centralize to that core area yeah so like it that's where it draws my eye and then when i get down like i don't know if i feel like those oh like it feels like it's starting over yeah the, it's, it's pointing baseline. definitely pointing towards the crotch now like Right, like all of that stuff is pointing central, and then you have this like, mm-hmm. okay, we're starting over, but then there's no equivalent on the bottom. Yeah, sec- I don't know. I don't really like the hip ones. I would remove the hip ones personally. I, I think like maybe more of the red would go a long way. Yeah, like even if it's like as- yeah. especially if it's asymmetrical. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like a red arm or like a red oh. wave or something. Yeah, like the legs, just somewhere because like the bone is dominating so much of the form mm-hmm. but overall i still think it's really cool like if i had a figure of this i wouldn't oh, complain absolutely. about it yeah but just like not knowing this character and <laughs> like really breaking it down honestly right, saying right. this i kind of want to do this as a regular thing like yeah for sure that that would be a fun little segment where yeah. we kind of talk about the the aesthetics of a suit and stuff that we want to yeah maybe we should do that for next time hey, i think so yeah uh either like either by recommendation or if we see one that strikes us like Bemstar, which is horrifying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like we went, we went into it with, Hey, funny chicken to, Oh no, 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 no. And I think that would be really fun to play with. Yeah, we should do that. We should definitely do suit breakdowns. That's a fun, fun segment. Yeah. I think we accidentally discovered a new element. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks Ferris. Big appreciate yeah for this well that was a good episode but yeah so, man. so looking forward to more maybe us next time yes hopefully with the next four episodes and hopefully sooner than two months yeah <laughs> gosh no kidding i mean three months three months really like september right yeah or oh, almost gosh, yeah yeah november was bad for i mean look it's 2020 is bad for everybody yeah. november was a rough month for me so yeah, i'm man. glad to be back yeah yeah so january look forward to another one in yep. january mm-hmm. all right Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast!